0: Welcome to the GameDev.tv Community Podcast. I'm your host, KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you will enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast.
1: In two weeks, I'll be hitting my six months, so now I actually have.
0: See, there we go.
1: Time, like I have experience <laughs> to talk about, right? Yeah. So I think the timing of everything works out.
0: It worked out perfect. It was all mm-hmm. meant to be. Because yeah. I, I was like, Santa Monica, finally. Because I always try to get someone from like the big studios. Because they, especially with PlayStation, is like difficult. So I'm like, hopefully we can get someone. And then... And then you know, pre-process, or some people just don't contact because you guys are all busy working. So it's just oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was good because I've got Naughty Dog. Then I got um, what was it on Sucker Punch? Oh, uh, we had Liz Fiat, Fiatra. No, Liz. I think Lebiz. She came on and she just like talked about all oh, we're working on the Ghost of Tsushima and writing it. And then when they came out with the multiplayer, I was like, you didn't tell me. And she's like, I couldn't. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. no, there's there's
1: a lot. It's it's definitely um. It's it's scary because I mean, well, I mean it can be because there was um, a couple weeks ago or maybe months ago. Is my timeline on this is fuzzy, but I know that COVID
0: ruined everything with timelines.
1: (laughs) Well, some prior God of War dev. I don't think he's at the studio now. I don't. I don't know all the details, but he like months ago he speculated about the game. He didn't say this is going to be what's going to happen. He just speculated where well, I think these are going to be the tech uh, specs on the game. Okay. And then someone from a publication took that and was like, "Former God of War dev says it's this is going to happen." And then he had to come out on the record and be like, "No, I never said that." And so, you know, it's you can be, you what? have to tiptoe around a lot of stuff. Yeah. Not because of, you know, I not because I think like I'll spill the beans. Obviously, I won't. But like people can take a little bit and just run with it and it's scary that's
0: journalism it's yeah
1: just
0: like, yep it's no. like oh
2: gta
1: 6 that's is gonna not be journalism, this journalism that's
2: propaganda
1: <laughs> okay true <laughs> see there
0: oh, we go you know, scary it,
1: it sucks but also like i'm just you know people are passionate so
0: oh, that's yeah that's true Either passionate or trying to like scheme someone and then they're passionate about that, which well, I don't like. Even Pat, know there's that's... a
1: fine line with <laughs> Yeah. <exception>, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: it's there's... always interesting to me because like I'm not the type of person to scheme someone. So I'm like, how do people wake up and like today I'm going to scheme people or lie or just like speak, you know, take one little small thing and be like, yeah, this is it, guys. Let me write a whole entire thing about it. I'm like, how? How do you? Well, no, I don't it think, really um, I yeah. choose
1: to believe that.
0: People are good. People have good intentions. <laughs> true. I yeah. think
1: people just you know get excited, and in that excitement, you get carried away with stuff like that. That's so true. I don't, I don't think people just wake up and they're like, "How can I be awful today?" Like I just don't <laughs> think that happens, right? I don't I, I, I think that happens. True. So
0: you think it's like more like they accidentally do the bad things that, like,
3: it's yeah. I mean, it's it's not recognizing the full impact of the things that you're doing. I
2: mean, yeah, just
3: because. You know, a, a, a corporate CEO doing his job well is not necessarily good for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just because he's doing his job good. He's not doing anything wrong. It just happens it's to true. be that the extent of his actions can have those kinds of repercussions on others that are unintended and, un you know, un, un, unperceivable. Oh, definitely. I
1: think that is the single most difficult thing about business because i mean i work full-time at santa monica but on the side i'm technically i technically have my own business which is me because i'm a full-time streamer too and then i do like content creation on the side so i am my own business and then um you know because i work full-time i have to enlist the help of video editors okay so sometimes like i have um i have people help me with things and then you know, it's about trial and error, like, you see what works, you try multiple things, so if you try something, and it doesn't work, then you're like, well, sorry, I don't need you anymore, but it's like,
0: (laughs) it's hard, because you're like, it's hard, yeah, because you you care about
1: those people so much, and,
0: um,
1: like, I made some videos, and they just didn't do well, and it's, nothing to do with the quality of the videos, And it's all about, like, search engine optimization. Mm. And so, like, how do you tell somebody, like, you know, you did a really great job editing, like, you did nothing wrong.
3: Yeah. But, but like, it's just the not business, working. I can't. The numbers yeah. don't
1: make sense. So sorry. It's like, <laughs> like it's Cooper awful. to have
3: a contract for everything in your life. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I can, I, you know, the longer I live and the more life experience I get, the more you realize that, you know, like, I don't think there are inherently bad people with a few exceptions like i think yeah, that maybe there's bad people are good and bad like, at there's different some people. Times.
0: Uh, i got you yeah i
1: think i think we're a mix
0: mm-hmm. we all have so. the
1: capability of being really good and i think we all have times when we're just kind of shitty like i think <laughs> we all i don't know anybody who's been like a complete saint their whole lives like mm-hmm. it's
0: just no. that's just I mean, human well, nature you yeah, no, i don't know because even the people you thought were saints you find out later on like they weren't oh
1: you find it's... out they're human yeah, yeah exactly.
0: exactly yeah <laughs> there we go i like that answer they're human <laughs>
1: yeah
3: It's that's of the kind day. of
1: the scary part about both being putting people on a pedestal and being put on a pedestal because you know like with streaming too like people put me on a pedestal because I'm like their entertainer, I'm on there, yeah. I'm doing my thing, and I'm people are like, oh, you're so nice, and like, I think I am a nice person, but then sometimes I'm like, it makes me worried because I'm like, I mean, like, am I? Look, I <laughs> am, yeah. but I'm also like, I could be petty, I could be mean, I could be everything. Like, I, I, I have the full spectrum of Caitlyn, and they're just, it, it's scary because they're like, so if you see the human side of me, are you going to be like, oh
2: my god!
0: Right? <laughs> like, she was when we
2: thought.
1: Does your image of me just shatter to pieces?
3: I mean, yeah. that's, you know, the the main problem with dating in your 20s, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. You don't even know who you are. So no, like, oh, well,
1: that's exactly yeah. like... No, it really
2: I, is, yeah.
1: And, like, the whole point of the podcast today is to talk about, like, students and, like, you know, like, my experiences and what students can take from it and Part of that is scary because like, you know, I, I got to the chance to start college art at college at 17 and I was in community college until I was about like 22. So I got to art school oh, well, like and years. I started my video program at 22. And so I had a little bit of time to figure out what I want to do. But there were kids who started these programs, like when I got to the art school, who had got there at 18. And I'm like, how do you know? That is, yeah. Like, how do you know?
0: I don't know. Because like when I was 18, I wanted to be a chef. So I don't know. Yeah, I, no, my brother <laughs> went
1: through the chef phase too, and now he's a lawyer in Washington, DC. So like you just it's it's about trying a million things and then you see what sticks. Ooh, I like that.
3: I'm pretty right. sure I wanted to be a fireman. But it was the seventies. I mean, you know, there weren't a lot of options.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be on a calendar. <laughs> I wanted to be an astronaut.
3: <laughs>
0: It is crazy, like, the different faces you go in life, when you're like, I want to be this, and then you go, oh, no, actually, I want to be this. I've noticed in my life, it's like, those faces actually help you get to the where you want to actually be.
1: Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Chef. Like, I never intended to be a Twitch streamer. I never intended to be a YouTuber. I never intended to... I, I don't know. Like in high school, I was taking classes to be in the medical field, like a certified nurse assistant. I was I was wiping butts at nursing homes. Like it's. it's, it's oh gosh. It's.
3: <laughs> that must have been so a rough experience. <laughs> I, I had a weird past. Yeah, I was wiping butts. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, <it's, laughs> to put it succinctly, yeah, I
2: was. <laughs>
3: oh
0: Did I bet you had nightmares from that?
1: No, I mean, <laughs> it's humbling.
0: Like, I, ooh, I like it. That. Was
1: it's. it's you know like you see the people there and you got to learn their stories and i mean i think it all like kind of comes together because like a lot of the people there were dementia patients so i didn't get to know about but there were a couple people there that like you know you talk to the families and you hear their whole life story and you're like wow they lived like they lived
0: you don't even know because like so much happens in people's lives so you think okay this is who they are this is what they've done but it's like there's 24 hours a day and it's like so many years there's so much that could happen even in one hour imagine what could happen the span of their life i I, I notice when people say like hey celebrities like i do not doing anything anymore i'm like just because they're not in one huge movie doesn't mean like they're done or they've stopped like their lives are still going on it's just not in the spotlight but yeah, you never know. So like, I think it's weird, harder now because of social media, just so much going on that you just like think that the big things are happening are the most important.
1: But yeah.
0: Learning everything's important. You just got to focus on what really matters to you and what do you want to focus on? Yeah. Cause it's hard. Cause people will be like, you should care about this. You should care about that. And then it's like, after the end of the day, you're like, well, I want to care about what I want to care about. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I don't have
3: energy <laughs> to give my energy to everyone yeah i think uh i think obama said it best at that, that commencement speech he gave uh, what was it, a year a year and a half ago where he basically said something along the lines of you know you're going to say things that are going to piss people off and and you might get offended by it but you should probably just get over that real quick
1: yeah <laughs> no uh i definitely choose my words carefully when i stream because when it's live like you can't take that stuff back it's on yeah, the internet yeah. forever
0: that's why mm. I love this because I edited it. I'm like, you don't like what you said? <laughs> Boom, we're throwing it. Yeah, away. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. But there's that beauty fit.
0: Mm-hmm. And that must be there's... also scary. So, like, because you have to entertain, so you have to constantly say things. But yeah. You have to be careful not to say things that could hurt anyone yeah. or, you know, hurt you later on down the road. Yeah. All right, but before we even get farther, like, who are you? <laughs> who is Caitlyn? Wait, wait. Caitlyn went to Santa me? Monica Studios. But can you also yeah. let the fans know a little about what you are, what you do? And then we'll go from
1: there. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Um, You might know me on Twitch as Vixit. That Vixit, Vixit stands for, well, it doesn't stand for anything. It just, it translates to they lived Oh. in, in Latin. So my whole username is Vixit Mortis. They lived and they died.
2: That would it's be like, what...
1: um, you you can see Vixit on tons of epitaphs on Roman graves because it's like you know, the year they lived, the year they died, and the year they were born. Come on, but like,
0: mm. you just came about that word, and you're like, This is it, this is my Twitch thing.
1: Well, I think it's it spoke to me because I really like history. You can't
2: really
0: I
1: like, history. um, I, I'm not soup, I'm not crazy about futuristic stuff like cyberpunk stuff like that's it's a cool aesthetic but it's not I'm more about fantasy and Mm -hmm. like medieval stuff and just how people manage to survive with no technology is kind of crazy to me and just
3: yeah it's crazy (laughs) like the internet didn't exist when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know how people got old. around <laughs> without Google Maps. Like, I don't understand, right? But they they made it work. Like,
3: driven across the country several times using paper maps.
1: Yeah, despite <laughs> primitive technology, people still succeeded and got by. It's crazy. Like, I struggle with Google Maps and <laughs> Google like it's even with the access of information that we have now like i still struggle when i'm like these people just for like they just kept tracking on so yeah like um my love of history that's kind of where the name came from Um. like i love modeling like a lot of my art has to do with like ruins and castles so Mm. it all kind of comes together
0: yeah that that's deep answer no (laughs) because i I mean I, i love history a lot but i also love futuristic i think like both because I see what happened, and I see where we can go from there. That's why I love, yeah, base and cyberpunk and AI, and all that stuff. But I mean, it's crazy to think that, like, for so many years, people just got by doing the most crazy things possible going out there and hunting, dealing with like monarchies, dealing with plagues, dealing with not knowing where they're going. Like, you take six we months, still, to...
1: we're, we're dealing with a plague right now, right? Yeah, and, like, exactly. we, we deal with monarchies.
0: Well, that's true, yeah. But i you see, it's all the same, but it's still like it's it, for us, it seems wild that like they it's kind of the same, but just technology was different. But even in like how did people how do people react? I want to like time travel. I want to be like, how did you live and how is it different? Is it that different or is it just technology I don't know.
1: I I've, sometimes <laughs> I've thought about year. how like you yeah. know, peasants and yeah, like different people like they paid <sighs> taxes to a king and they've probably never seen that person's face.
0: They probably never seen his face, they don't even and... know what they look like. And like
1: did, <laughs> they stay within their, like, fortifications all the whole time. Yeah. My thing no, it's, a, it's a crazy.
0: My thing with history is because, like, I've noticed when the recent like, technology increases, and I don't know if this was back then, but people, you know, the self-help industry and people, are, like, always, like, get after it, wake up early. But I'm like, when did that start? Was that, like, was that 1,000 years ago when people were, like, peasants were, like, all right, let's get after it today. Let's go make sure the king's got the food for, like, when When did I mean, that it start? Was,
1: I would argue that it was, Um. Oh, this might be getting, this might be yeah, getting into wanna, like do some Do we, we want to summarize
3: guns, germs, and steel? Because that'll <laughs> give you kind of like the anthropologic, anthropological yes. fence on the history of humanity from like 10,000 years ago until now. Yeah. It covers things like, you know, the discovery of domestication, the movement yeah. from hunter-gatherers to communities, the concept of collective defense, which then leads to militarized organizations and leadership of them.
1: Yeah, and you could totally edit this this out because I can totally understand why, but I believe it's also the church's teachings where the whole like idea of like suffer on earth for everlasting comfort.
3: Hmm. This was one of the primary reasons why we had the philosophy of separation of church and state in this country, because most countries were run by the religion
1: so their self-help was like yeah you know shit sucks but like (laughs) you're gonna die and it's like you're gonna get like babes and you're gonna like you're you'll be fine just you know everything is unfair here but just be complacent and we got you like that's basically
0: yeah it's like having everything you ever wanted
3: as opiate of the masses
1: (laughs) exactly yeah wow
0: wow all right, well, let's go back to um, what you do. <laughs> so we've got...
1: I like your name,
3: but... We have tangented every single topic so far. <laughs>
1: right. I, don't well, I started
0: the tangent, and then... I'm going to
1: assume that, you know, the whole, like you know we exploited people, poor people with like their faith so that they'd be complacent like I, we can edit that out so like yeah. let, i'll start again <laughs> hi i'm caitlin
2: <laughs> you, can
1: <call> me <laughs> <fix it. laughs> you can call me fix it um i am a full-time game developer at santa monica studios i am an environment artist hyphen props so i do breakables i do um interactables i do Props. <laughs> I help out the environment team.
0: I think you're the first person I ever heard that said like they're prop artists. That's why um, I think that's why I was like, "What does that mean?" I think that's why yeah, I actually so asked you before you even saw Santa Monica. I was like, "Prop
1: artist." not an in-house position.
0: Nah.
1: So, um, you don't see it a lot.
0: Yeah. No. It's
1: generally it's usually is it something you apply for, is,
0: or is that like that you go in for artists and you're like, "Hey, you could be a prop artist," and you're like, "Yeah."
1: <laughs> we can dig into that a little bit later.
0: Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> gonna be another um, a tangent.
1: <laughs> no, it's just a, that's a can of worms. Well, not really like a can of worms in a negative way, but it's just um it takes a bit of explaining.
0: <laughs> I mean we can we can dive into that for a little well, yeah. Let's dive into it because then it's your main thing. You're a pop artist.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um <laughs>
0: <laughs> let those can the worms come out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, here's the little grubs <laughs> sorry one second i don't know why it's like it takes 20 minutes all of a sudden <laughs> <It's>,
2: <laughs> i don't
1: my years of smoking camel crushes are catching up with me
0: <laughs> you said like the witcher <laughs> the voice
1: <laughs> the witcher yeah do i sound menacing
0: yeah the... uh, grab a up little, up little bit you're about to tell us a dark story about like back then when i became a prop artist <laughs> But yeah, no, we don't follow, because then it gets, you know, scripty. And I don't like that.
1: <laughs> we ain't like, no scripty people.
0: Yeah, no, we pretend like it's live. We're just going for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so there's environment artists, and then that's like an umbrella, and then there's a whole bunch of different positions on there, and you can be like a prop artist. Uh, generally speaking, props don't need, in most circumstances, you don't need a prop artist to be in house, so it's generally cheaper, more and more cost effective for studios to hire like uh, outsource studios to take care of the props. Mm-hmm. Makes sense because you don't have to handle the engine to get them done mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. And then um, environment yeah, artists, people who are really and... touching terrain and putting together these environments and world builders and level designers and stuff, they actually have to be an engine. So it makes more sense to bring them in-house. So um, I think I'm one of two in-house prop artists. And then uh, we have a bunch of props going to different outsource studios. So,
0: And how does it feel? How does it feel to be a prop artist at Santa Monica?
1: it feels pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) it feels pretty good
0: yeah i know it's like santa monica god of war like how um, (laughs) must be like jumping for joy every day like oh my gosh you're working on this
1: no No, it's a sometimes i wake up and i'm like is this my life (laughs) like i get to work at santa monica on the next god of war i get to do props I get to be a Twitch streamer. I get to be a YouTuber. Like, what is my life? Sometimes I don't understand.
0: <laughs> yeah, how and, does feel? I mean, like? Is it like a dream every day? Do You just do you kind of like sometimes think like, is this real? Is this like? Is it going to end at one moment or?
1: Kind of. Yeah. Like definitely, and then I have to remind myself that it wasn't an accident. I put in the work. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, like, it didn't. It it didn't just one day materialize like it was,
3: <laughs> it was exactly what years, i was thinking while you were saying that i was years and like, years work.
1: <laughs> of work like a grind like um
3: how many years
0: are we talking up? like since 18 or even before that
1: um <laughs> so i started doing art for neopets when i was younger
0: neopets not
1: the website but i mean like i was a per- i was an active gamer on the website and then a- if you had custom art for your NeoPets like on their pages, you were really cool. So I learned how to do some like digital art. Like I remember MS Paint and Photoshop Elements. And then I got Photoshop. Like uh that's where I started doing art. And that was like 2D illustration stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um I think I got to high school and I got scared because I was like, Oh, there's no way I can like get work as an artist and like survive. Is that because so, of you
0: or did someone else tell you, like, hey, you know, art is it going to um, work out. You're going to be a survive- the struggling artist.
1: Oh, that was entirely me.
2: Oh,
0: okay.
1: Entirely me. Like, everybody else was like, oh, you're really good. Just go with it. And I was like, no way, fam. Like, no way, fam. Like, I can't do it. Like, I can't make this happen. So I... um,
0: How would you get over that?
1: I went to community college. I tried a couple different things and I just didn't like it.
2: So you I didn't like medical... anything I tried.
1: And then I got, I started a, the, uh, I was at IVC, my community college, and I got my AAT, which is like an AA for transfer to Ivy, to UCI. I went, was going to go from IVC to UCI. So use UC Irving for their psych program. Um, I wrote a couple of research papers. I like, I don't know, I just, dude, I just hate if, I I couldn't be arsed to, like, read a research paper on the weekends for fun. Like, it just wasn't for me. So, like, I came time to apply to UCI because the agreement was, like, if you get an AD, like, there's an agreement between the schools where you just automatically get in. So, I would have gotten in Mm -hmm. if I just applied to transfer. You were like, nah. (laughs) And then I found out about an art school, like, down the street from me in Laguna in the Canyon, and they have a game art program. So, I went there and I toured it and... I applied there instead. I didn't even apply to UCI. I submitted a portfolio full of Neil Petz art (laughs) from like years ago.
0: See, so your younger self was preparing for this moment. Mm -hmm. You just didn't know it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, right?
0: It's like, how did you know to do that? Because you didn't know at the time.
1: No, there was, I I want to tell you some really inspirational story about how I was like, yeah, ever since I was like 12, I was playing like Star Fox and I wanted to be a game designer ever since and like do three no. I didn't I played games, a bunch of games, and I never occurred to me that you could get a job as a game artist. I, I don't know how to explain it to you, but I just it never occurred to me that it was a career path I could take.
0: Just artist or like any job in the games?
1: Okay. Um any job in games, really. A
3: yeah. big part of that is largely because it just wasn't a viable career until somewhat recently. I mean yeah. your generation invented this idea
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it is crazy because like even when i was younger i knew when i was like maybe six i saw something for like game tester and that was like hey you like games you should do that and for some reason i was like no I'm not gonna do it i think because they said it was like you get paid little so i was like no like i want to make sure when i grow up i get paid lots of money which I don't yeah know. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that was fixated on that
1: yeah that's what I it know. is I don't know why it never occurred to me that I could just go do that, but I mean, I guess I trust the timing of everything. But yeah, it just basically was like, apply to UCI. Oh, look at this art school! I'll go there instead. So I applied, and I didn't even know if I was going to get in, and then I got in, and then I did my school there.
0: And did your like, parents say anything? They're like, "Hey, what are you doing?"
1: Like, no, they were like just happy I was doing something because I was floating between trying things for so long that they were like getting scared. They were like, "Are you just..." Are you going to pick something? Well, that's like, true, because you said like,
0: from 18 to 22, so, like, that's yeah. five years of just being like, hey. Yeah, that. no, I
1: was a full-time student, full-time job, too, so it, was like, wasn't, it wasn't a life. It was, like, really unfulfilling. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so then you went to the school, but then after that, when did you start Twitch? Was that, like, after you did art school, or was that during it?
1: My last year of art school, so, like, in 2018, my senior year
0: okay or and like, that was I think, just like you wanted to play games and show it or you saw I people doing
1: it saw somebody doing um art streams on twitch so i was like oh i can do that too i'm lonely so i started doing my homework on stream no <laughs> really just doing my homework on stream did and anybody I did watch for it? A couple months.
0: how many people were like watching you do your homework
1: uh You know, it's hard because, like, numbers-wise, mm-hmm. like, maybe 10 to 15 average. And that's average not of a lot. Homework. I mean, yeah. That's for, like, this big scope of Twitch, that's not a lot. But actually, that already puts you in, like, the top 5% of Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of fucking crazy, right? Like,
3: um, I'm just thinking, like, only 12 people watching you do your homework. That's actually a little creepy. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Like, if you're putting yourself, it's different. It. That's not the same as going to the public library and then sitting down and doing your work, and then suddenly a crowd of 12 people congregates around you. Like, there's, there's like an, I think but there's kind,
3: kind of, the same kind thing of
1: an understood about improvement it that it's not weird that be- you to watch people if you go live on Twitch.
3: That's something we got to do, performance art wise, though. Have somebody yeah. walk into a library, sit down, and start doing their homework, and then like randomly people stand up yeah, and, no. and no. watch. I,
1: wow. I don't want that, <laughs>
0: that what she's
3: doing? <laughs> crazy
0: (laughs)
1: yeah
3: Uh, and then so then
0: when did you move from homework to games
1: well i stopped after a couple months Mm -hmm. i um i don't know it's just it got hard because like i was still learning so i'd have it it just it wasn't like it was too distracting to stream and then try to learn stuff at the same time
2: that makes sense just
1: doing something and showing people like yeah watch me do this like it was like, yo, watch me struggle. Yeah, right. <laughs> watch me struggle.
0: The and they're like... Yeah.
1: Mm. So I actually stopped streaming for like two or three years. Oh, okay. And then... Um,
3: I could vibe with that. And so I, yeah. I, I tried streaming programming a couple of times while I was learning. And it was just like exactly that. It was like, you're sitting here watching me think and struggle. There's yeah. literally nothing going on. I'm just thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then march rolled around and of 2020 and i decided to start again
0: wait hold on was that before it like covid got huge or was that after no
1: it's actually like timing wise like it was just before trump um announced the border closures and travel restrictions Mm. so i actually happened to start just before like just as like shit got real yeah so it was like
0: (laughs) I guess, perfect for Twitch timing. streamers. Yeah, because people were like, okay, I guess we're stuck at home.
1: Yeah, no, it was completely coincidental, Caitlyn. but yeah. it worked out. Yeah, uh, and and then, then I started Dark Souls, and yep. now I've just been a Dark Souls streamer since.
0: Out of all games, Dark Souls.
1: Woo. Dude, <laughs> it's a tough it's, one. I, I love it. I love it so much.
3: Wait, wait, wait. wait hold on <laughs> a second. Are you saying it's hard? Like, challenging? <laughs> yeah, What do. You- kb why have you not told me about this game and why did you just waste another six months of my life (laughs) oh you don't even understand
0: you're gonna get and also i found out too with these games like you actually kind of get distracted with all the enemies like there are ways to get weapons and do different things where you can actually breeze through some of these games but that's also really hard like i i played shell ghost not ghost and shell um mortal shell Mm-hmm. and i got addicted to it. now i get it because before i was like i don't care for dark souls i keep dying but then i started to watch these videos and i was like this is really good this is and then like the f- if you could figure out the that's the
1: crack man yeah the crack. <laughs> i
0: did and now i'm like ah but yeah no yeah I mean, he got me play into playing
3: gta a couple of years ago it was like i just nine months of my life were gone
0: i think it's still gone right He's <laughs> still playing <laughs> ever since the, what, the island came out yeah yeah but no, I got him hooked like he was programming every day and then all I see is GTA posts I'm like oh no what did I do <laughs>
1: yeah I was streaming live actually when I got the call from the recruiter that was like hey we're sending you an offer what <laughs> yeah and I like cried on stream and no. I couldn't say what what I like I couldn't because I didn't sign any paperwork yeah. yet so like it wasn't like official official so I couldn't be like guys like like right. I got the job at this place. I was just like, I want to <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, they're like what's going on? <laughs>
0: yeah, like, she just keeps losing us while she's going? crying. <laughs> it's
1: like oh, no Yeah.
0: Oh, that was a crazy experience too. Yeah. But yeah, um so now nah, they got me all confused. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so Dark Souls. Okay, so how what was that like? Like starting Dark Souls and Switch streaming and like what was difficulties you experienced?
1: Um I think I can't believe I'm about to do it. Life lessons from Dark Souls for all you prospective gamer <laughs> students. Um, I'm actually really glad to have picked it up and continued with it and stuck with it because I think it taught me such an important lesson in life, and that is that with persistence, passion, effort, dedication you can you know within reason like you can accomplish pretty much anything like if you set out for if you want something put in the grind Mm -hmm. like put in the effort put in the time make a million attempts if you want to be a foliage artist your first 50 trees are going to just suck and you just got to trust the process like you know, before like I would make something, that would suck, and I'd be like, "Oh, damn it!" Like, <laughs> and then no. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm just not good at this." And now I'm like, "All right, this tree sucks. Next one's gonna suck a little bit less. and the one after that's mm-hmm. gonna suck even like less. And then just you just keep going. Wow. And you can't you can't let the there's you know when you start something and you want to be good at something, you go through a horrible phase where you're just awful at it. And I think a lot of people get really discouraged.
3: It's one of the biggest misunderstandings of, of life and what experience means saying that you have experience means that you have failed at doing something a whole lot of times and you have learned how not to fail
1: mm-hmm like embrace it like embrace failure
2: It's hard
0: to do too
1: and remove the personal aspect of it too because like yeah it's not a reflection of you it's just a reflection of the amount of time you've invested so far
2: yeah, exactly. I think that's
1: a hel- way healthier way to look at
0: it. See, I think that's the thing. See, like people have a maybe a um, well, my experience, an unhealthy perspective with like time. So you think like everything has to be done right away. So you're like, oh, I'm not good at this. Then probably to, for me to get good, it's going to take this amount of years. Oh,
1: totally, one hundred percent.
0: But like I've noticed that like just time will keep going no matter what. So might as well just keep well, sticking to it and. You're gonna get good eventually, because if not, then what else do you have? Because like, even to say, "Hey, like I don't have time to fail," but it's like you, time passes what you gonna, anyways.
3: What are you gonna do anyways? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those few times where being pot committed is a good
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, and like I went through art school, and when I started art school, I hadn't drawn or done any art in years, so I had such a rough time at art school.
2: Oh, okay. Like I
1: was actually the worst. Like objectively, I was one of the worst in my class. Like uh, it just. Because, and you know, I thought it was a personal thing. Like, I thought I was the worst artist. And the what I wish I had the mindset now all went back and maybe things would have been different. Like, I wish I understood that I was only the worst because I had the fewest amount of hours put into learning at that time. Everybody else, the vast majority of people had come there from community college having done an art program having done some kind of prior formal training. And I had none of that. I I was self-taught from just random DeviantArt tutorials and stuff. So it's a lesson I did not know and it affected my growth too.
0: Uh how like you just felt like maybe giving up sooner or No, I mean I
1: luckily I never gave up, but uh yeah. You know, I would feel the weight of that difference between me and my peers. Again, it would weigh me down. It was like a 10-pound, like, weight just on my chest. Like, I would start oh. assignments and just freak out because I'd be like, fuck, I won't be able to do it like them." And then, of course, the uh, sometimes when you're really bad, like, teachers don't know how to help you because, no. again, it's like the it's the concept where they can tell you how to do things. They'll be like, Oh yeah. Like do this a little more three-dimensionally or like shade it this way.
2: And you're like, and "Uh, you're like,
1: okay, that uh, makes sense.
2: uh, How,
1: but I need to get the muscle memory for this stuff and I need to get the experience and practice. So you can tell me this, but I won't be able to like apply it properly until I practice it. Like a hundred hours. I can't just come back like next week and have it done. And nobody like, I don't think nobody took it personally. Like no teacher took it personally, but like, I took it personally because I was like, why can't I just do this thing they're talking about? Mm. Like, you I just didn't me. fundamentally understand that process.
3: You, you strike me as somebody who's especially, especially hard on yourself, which I'm also like that. But I, and I've heard a lot of people saying that they think that it's not necessarily a good thing. And there is definitely being too hard on yourself. Oh, no. But at the it's... same time, having your own, you know, vision of what you're trying to accomplish and even if you can't make your body accomplish it you just gotta try right yeah because eventually you'll see what you see in your mind's eye
1: no totally like self-compassion i think it's just a thing artists are inherently terrible at (laughs) it's just it's hard um it's it's something i've actively really actively had to work on and it's like a thing i still really struggle with even at work now like my manager's always telling me like you're doing great in my leads like you're doing great and i still get i could still get scared to submit things even as a person at like a AAA studio now like i just like i have the bat i have the work title i have the badge like i clearly have proven that i can do it and like everybody there believes me but like it's still something i struggle with where i'm like i just gotta keep noodling this thing until oblivion because i just don't i don't like
0: it so when you say you're working on it like what does that look like
1: um so if- like uh self-compassion um I, yeah or just or like i guess being hard
0: on yourself and trying to work past that
1: i would call it paralytic perfectionism okay and yeah,
3: i've heard that term before too
1: I think I literally just made it up. I don't think it's. Yeah,
3: it's a known concept in psychology. It
1: is. But I don't know. I don't know if it's actually. It,
3: appear, essentially,
1: but it's my best way to describe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like yeah. it's the fear of not meeting your expectations right. and right. then it ends up paralyzing you. Mm-hmm.
0: But what if your expectations are bigger like, than what you're capable of at the moment?
1: Have you ever seen that chart where it's um, a graph where one axis is your eye's ability to see and like understand and like pick apart good and bad on a piece or something you're working on and then your ability to execute and the two are always at war and there's like a progression of growth where your eye always grows quicker than your ability so, like, sometimes the two axes intersect and, like, you have, like, this moment where you're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. And then you you learn more and your eye gets better. And then, you're, you, it, then there's this, like, period mm. of despair where your ability is catching up with your eye.
2: For sure.
0: I have not seen that graph, but that no, but I, I, explains it so much.
1: Thing. Yeah, it really does. Yeah.
3: The same thing happened with music as well is that, like, I've looked at stuff that I, you know, wrote maybe 20, 30 years ago, and it's pretty clear that I didn't understand musical modes, Mm -hmm. whereas now I do. And when I'm writing music, it's far more interesting. It's far better than it was, even though what I wrote back then wasn't terrible. It's just that understanding, you know, my eye looks at it now, and it's just like, oh, I didn't know anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's... um... It can definitely, I still haven't quite worked out an internal system to completely resolve that despair when I get there. I'll get back to you on that in a couple of years, I guess, and see how I'll check in with you guys later on that one. But that's like,
0: good. We'll do a part two. <laughs>
1: I, I think some of, some of the things that I have done that helped me the most are just, uh, And it's hard, just constantly checking in with like your leads, and then just if they say something's good enough, just trust them, because it it is good enough.
2: Um,
0: that must be hard having some doing something and be like, is it good enough? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, I, well, I don't mean, know. you don't
1: frame it like that.
3: You're just, <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> I mean,
1: you're like, I don't go to my lead like, hey Dan, does this suck? <laughs> I don't do that. And they're like, like
3: nah, you good. <laughs> hey Dan, is this good enough for you to pay me this week? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, on that note, like how you approach people for feedback is also very important. Mm-hmm. Um it can be devastating to ask somebody how what you like what they think of something you're working on, especially creatively or artistically or um, you know, things based in opinions and then um, like subjective things and then have them come back with like a whole laundry list of things that could be better. Cause that's dangerous, right? Cause you don't necessarily share their vision. So I have found that it causes me a lot less discomfort and it is far more, it gives me far more useful and actionable information to just go to people directly and ask them specifics. Like if I'm working on, mm, a, a lamp there you go i'm looking at like my lamp right <laughs> here or, or a tree or like, something no spoilers and be, like, be like instead of being like what do you think about this tree because that's so open-ended
2: mm-hmm.
1: be like um how do you think i can get the bark to be more convincing of this specific kind of tree and then it it focuses And then, like, you get, like, it's just, it's very easy to get carried away with feedback, feedback, because that was another mistake I made. I would go constantly for feedback, and then I would get so much that you don't really know what to do with it.
0: It's hard, yeah, because if you ask them, hey, what's wrong with this, they can come up with a bunch of things, but it's like, that's not really what I was asking for. It It was like, because you could always find something. Oh totally 100%. People, even the best they're like that game, Ratchet and Clank, wow, but the lighting or this or that. I'm like, come yeah. on, the game is part like it looks good.
1: Why yeah, and know? um so you know, there's a saying in game dev no game ships done. Because there's a there's a point with everything where you're like this just it's good enough. We just got to get it out. There's no way to make anything perfect.
3: That also is one of those huge struggles Mm -hmm. being a perfectionist, is that you do have to know when it's done enough. And that is super hard for some people.
1: Yeah, no, I, you know, like I I feel for students, too, because, um, I mean, I was a student up until like, what, two years ago? So I remember the struggle of working on student projects and having to put things into your portfolio so you could apply to places but understanding that what you were putting up was were student projects and thus like learning projects thus you were not displaying mastery you're displaying learning and so putting that like and then you hear constantly the feedback of like your portfolio is only as good as the worst thing in your portfolio Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which is i don't like that i i really don't like that because that really gets to people's heads so, like if you're trying to get in the industry and like you're learning and getting better, putting yourself out there can be really nerve-wracking.
0: Nerve wracking to yourself, nerve wracking because you're like, I gotta get paid somehow. Like there's there's so many factors yeah. to it that it's just like, Am I gonna survive? Is this it? And is this the right choice? Like this that's life though, right? So we yeah. just gotta deal with I guess that's why Dark Souls has taught you so much, because you learn to perse- persevere and deal with so many things.
1: Oh yeah. I, like, I can so spend well. um 60 hours straight on a boss on stream. Not like 60 hours straight, like I don't sleep for like 60 hours. I just like it's just cumulatively like I will it will take me 60 hours of attempts to get a boss mm-hmm. sometimes. Cause I play the game on like extra, extra hard mode. And that's the oh, thing. Like you oh, got to tell what? yourself, like I stay, people come on, they're like, how have you not snapped? And I'm like, I have mental disorders, but also, <laughs> <my legs>.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also like, you know, you gotta, it used to get to me a little bit. Cause so I was like, why am I not getting it? And then you realize you're playing a really hard game. You're playing the hard game on artificial difficulty. Like I keep making it harder on myself. Like, I'm doing right now on stream, which I, I'm sure these words are just going to go. But S, like, I'm doing soul level one, so I'm not scaling up with the bosses. Oh. I am a, basically one hit. And what? the damage, usually you're supposed to do, like, 600, 700 damage on these bosses, and I'm only doing, like, 30. So, so I'm taking forever what? on these bosses. The question
0: is why? Why are you doing the hardest thing possible? Is that why just not? to push yourself? No, I know. I know why not. Yeah,
1: well, that's just it. It's, like, why not? That grind is fun. I
0: mean, yeah, I agree. I'm like, my way.
1: relationship with that grind and that process has changed to where now, like, if it takes longer, that just means the payoff when I get it is going to be that much sweeter, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm and curious because like, I'm the type of person who likes to deal with multiple things. How do you stick with one game for so long?
1: Again, it's just. Um, I mean, like, how do people stick with one job for so long?
0: Oh, and there you go. <laughs> how do
1: people cashier for like, it just, it's one, I think it's circumstances, right? Like, some yeah. people like they are going crazy and they can't do anything about it. But I mean, yeah. like, but
0: do you ever feel like you missed out?
1: No. Okay. Um, for me, it's a business.
2: Yeah, true. Like, it's
1: fun, but also like, streaming is a business. And then um, I'm building community around the game so I have people rooting for me
2: ah uh, okay
1: and then people keep coming back and so like I'll finish the game and it'll take me weeks to get through it in on these difficulty modes like weeks and then I finally get through it and then I'm like alright guys you are making it harder this way and then everybody just keep, like more and more people show up and get excited and they're like you're, you're people's champion so there's a bigger reason you're doing it than the game
0: Wow, that's cool! People's champion. How does that make you feel? You're like, yeah, <laughs>
1: really fucking cool. No, just <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, I genuinely just really like the game. Like, I like the combat. I like that um, you you get through it when you're meant to get through it. Like, once you get it,
0: we like that.
1: Like, it's not impossible. And that's, that's, again, it's all about the life lessons it's teaching me, which is so cheesy. I know. I know. I know. It's, like, super corny, but...
0: No, it's... it's... And these are lessons
1: that are completely applicable to, like, Dark Souls. Because, or, I mean, Dark Souls lessons <laughs> are applicable to game dev. Because if you look at, like, the Steam achievement percent... Hold on. Let me pull it up, actually. Yeah. Like, uh... The first one or the third one? Third one, if you go to the achievement,
0: um, oh, yeah, if you get, I am just looking up to get the Dark Soul 3.1 people have gotten it.
1: Yeah, I'm not seeing the percentages, but I know that to the percentage of people who light the first bonfire in the game, which means they got through, uh they got past Gunder. Mm-hmm. No, there's actually a bonfire before Gunder. So the people who get past Gunder, which is the first boss, is like 25% or something stupid like that. Like 75% Blade. of people that buy the game. Like, they just, it's crazy. Like, people just give up. And the game, that's the thing. Like, it's not impossible. It just takes a bit of learning and, like, just keep retrying it. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
2: I, and that's so I... applicable
1: for a lot of things. And then, um, like I think of getting your first industry job as like the first boss of game dev. And it's, it is on, it is so crazy hard to get that first job, but it's not impossible. And I mean, again, it's like a circumstance thing. It's, a, it's like everybody comes from different circumstances. So for some people, it just financially is impossible for them to wait that period out and then like work a full-time job, come home and then work basically a second full-time job grinding out their portfolio to get noticed by these companies and then go to mixers and network and stuff. So I say this with caution because, um, you know some people just can't and it's not, it's just don't give up, just don't give up, keep learning keeping passionate, like if you don't get a job right away, it's not about, it's not like a personal failing. It's just, it's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Some people take years and it's also the timing and luck. Like some people get it right away because they knew people or because again, their journey might've been different than yours. Like there's people who have been, like I went to school with somebody who went to an art specific high school so since he was 13, he was getting, and then he was like, I met him when he was 22 at the college. So like he had almost a decade of just pure art training. So
0: yeah, you can't compare yourself to something like that.
1: Yeah. And he got a job at DreamWorks straight out of college. And like most people look at him and then like be like, oh my God, it's been a year. I haven't got work at did. It's like, it's not that, that he's been working for 10 years and then got a job. You've been working for four I you're struggling. it just, just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Like your time will come.
0: It's beautifully said. Yeah. <laughs> your time will, yeah. I I think that's it. Like if you never give up, you're going to make it someday.
1: In some capacity, yeah. You'll
0: know when. And I think, again, people are trying to rush, I try to rush things. Just be patient. Time yeah. will come when it's ready for you.
1: Yeah. And there is something to be said too about like okay, so like it does take time just make sure that you're constantly evaluating your your progress, you know, keeping up with your peers, like keeping up with uh people who are in the industry, like just to make sure that like you're you're building the right skills too. Cause you could certainly be doing the wrong thing for years and never get anywhere. But I mean, true. as long as you're making as long as you're making like um educated decisions with how you practice which i mean basically making props and making portfolio pieces is practice right like how you do your studies how you how you hone your skills is important too
0: and so how long do you usually spend on like these studies for instance was it like i'm gonna go home from work and study all night long or
1: (laughs) um these days like uh i haven't been lately just because you know like i work full time so basically like eight hours a day i am studying on the job yeah. and that's another thing too is like once you get the job you're going to learn so quickly that like you don't necessarily need to do too much personal art because you do you're learning so much on the job and that's kind of where i'm at right now mm. um so it's probably more then, like, like learn
0: new technologies out of work and not really yeah. the fundamentals, because you've already pretty much mastered it or yeah. gotten to grasp. Yeah.
1: But even then, like even me being in work, like, so I've taken about like six months to just, you know, learn all the proprietary tools, because there's lots of stuff. Like I got to the job and I had to learn tons of new software that is Santa Monica specific. So I like, I had my own grind going on at work. So it was just like, get off work and be like, no more. <laughs> right You're no afraid. more <laughs> like I needed my downtime but now I'm like pretty comfy and even someone at this AAA studio and like working on this amazing game and doing all this stuff like I am currently in the process of planning out a learning project like an environment a whole environment and stuff for me to do just because I'm like I got to keep up with it even though I'm there even though I'm learning like the technology is always changing and evolving and even people who are employed now are still having to do that grind to keep up.
2: Way, yeah. Because
0: new technology is coming out and if you don't keep up with it, someone else is going to come and you yeah. know it more or you just yeah. will get left behind. Which yeah. is tough because it's like you never feel like you made it. I feel like, I don't know if it's just the game dev industry I feel like other industries. Like sometimes once you've learned it, got the degree, you're like, you're good. Go and get your job. And, you sh- yeah. Well, yeah. That's why some people, it's weird because like when I, I never had a game difference, really, until like I started doing this game dev and podcast stuff. So nobody ever mentioned it. And I feel like everybody in that friend group was like, we're going to school and then that's it. And then we're done. And they don't really want to explore and, and learn more. But when I'm with my game friends, like, okay, what are we learning this week? Let me push myself to learn this new programming language. Let me push myself to do this of thing. And I'm like, this is different than like what I was kind of used to, where it's kind of like, get the thing and you're done. I like, mm-hmm. no, it never ends. That's why I always tell people, like, what do you mean no. it never ends? I'm like, no, I'm always learning. Like, it's even if I do get my degree, I do get this. And
1: that's why, like, if you want to go into game dev, like, you better be about the grind. And, like, yeah. the grind doesn't necessarily mean like suffering. It's, yeah. Like, it's not, I, and that's the thing. I think people are, I think it's good that we're talking about like grind culture because grind culture can definitely get pretty toxic, but I don't think the grind itself should be seen as a negative. Like, I think that there is a healthy grind, right? Like, because yeah. you just, you should fear complacency. Mm. You should fear stagnation.
3: We, we used to call it the hustle.
1: The hustle? No, I don't even like the hustle. Yeah, but like... not
3: like in the negative connotation that, that people think of that word these days, like you're hustling somebody, though. I mean, it was just like, that was, you know, you were hustling. I mean, yeah. Like grinding is what they call it these days. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny how language changes.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that there's going to be a better...
3: I mean, it I can't it like, think
1: off the top of my head a better word for it, but I'm sure there is a way better word than No,
3: blind. no, there's not. I mean, that was, you know, it, it, and, and the wonderful thing about it is that came out of the MMO community from, yeah. like, the days of EverQuest and Ultima yeah. Online when you just had to grind to get stuff.
1: Yeah, you just got to yeah, put in the time and effort.
3: It's amazing how much... Gamer culture has has become mainstream
1: over yeah. the years.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I always come uh, off with the old guy comments. That's that's just what my job <laughs> is. <on the laughs> podcast, so I have perspective of somebody that's like twenty years older.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's got experience. You know, I would hope so. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, so you did mention the toxicity of like the hustle culture. How do you avoid that? Like, how do you avoid feeling like it's too much? Like, oh, I'm I'm stressed out or burnt out or something like that. Um, Or maybe you don't feel it.
1: You know, for me personally, one of the best things that I've done, which wasn't a thing I did consciously at the time. um, But I I have a life outside of game dev, which is – it's – I do and I don't, I have three jobs basically at this point, Mm -hmm. right? With content creation for YouTube and then Twitch streaming and this job. But when I go on Twitch, I don't have to think about game dev. I'm just gaming. I'm doing my show. I've got my people. Like it's a great mental break, but it's still productive time. Cause it's not just gaming. It's be growing a business, right? And um, it's social. It's uh, I'm getting my little W's, my little wins throughout the day, as I like beat bosses or like hit different stream goals or whatever. Um, I think that definitely keeps me sane on the grind because I've met people who all they do is like they have their job. And then they get off the job and then they just make more game dev art or like they have like the different game yeah. dev projects. And it's, I think I can respect that. But I personally need more life than just that. And I think that there's a fine balance. And I don't, I feel bad for students because, you know, y- your life, and it's certainly it's something I did, and maybe it's just, a luxury you don't have as a student but you just I think a lot of people go mental because that's all they have to think about and it's just every I remember being a student every waking moment I was like how am I going to get that job how am I going to get that job how am I going to make my portfolio good like that was all I thought about
0: yeah no it's hard because yeah you're constantly thinking I don't have a job yet so I need to get there so then you think okay I need to improve and Mm -hmm. then you spend every waking moment uh, every book I read has to help me get better at art. Every like mm-hmm. podcast I listen to has to help me get better at art. If not, then I'm going to start stressing or think I'm not good enough. Or Yeah. So, like, it's just, uh, yeah, I, like you said, it, it's hard that's for games. It's a
3: strange thing that you guys are both saying that because I can't relate to that. When I was younger, I never had the thought in my head, how am I going to get a job? It was almost a given when I was younger that I would definitely have a job.
1: I definitely don't. I think that the competition as time goes on. Yeah. We are getting more studios. There is more work happening, but not at the same rate as more people going for these jobs. Yeah, yeah no. This... So I definitely feel like... Um...
3: Need more businesses making more games. Like, for <laughs> How instance. could this possibly be a bad thing for the world? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's... That's it's not... just, I i feel bad for the students these days because it's also because a lot of
0: people put their self-worth in their work so if they don't get the job then they're not good enough yeah or then there's also the money aspect they don't have a job they can't pay for stuff so they can't go on these trips or they can't or they're always stressed or yeah they're stuck in this vicious cycle when i was
1: in school they made it excruciatingly clear that we are in competition with other students and if we didn't like we were competing for the same jobs as our peers and like we had to basically outdo them otherwise we wouldn't get work and like I think in a way it was a good dose of reality that they kept reminding us that you can't slack off but the way that they did it made it seem like you know you're just the world is stacked against you and you have a one percent chance of getting work and then you're gonna die and you're gonna be (laughs) so poor that You're gonna have to eat yeah,
3: your own painting. Like is a major difference. My teachers told me if you couldn't find work, you could make your own business. That was what my teachers told me.
1: That's perfectly true. Like indie is a thing, but you know, the, the schools commercial Isn't... like schools want students to push themselves and get into the big studios so that they can say that they made that student.
3: They're trying uh... to make pipeline, they're trying to make pipeline for the labor demand.
1: One hundred rather than
3: rather than trying to encourage people to be entrepreneurs and make their own businesses,
1: yeah, and I mean Try I get it from
3: rather than more <laughs>
1: i get it I get the school's yeah. perspective on that because schools are a business
3: yeah exactly I'm sorry
1: they they don't exist for the student they exist for
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: the maserati sitting in the, yeah. the parking <laughs> the lot right games. like <laughs> and
0: the fancy trash cans
1: yeah like uh <laughs> though no, and that's why i'm like with the access of information that we have now i would almost tell people don't even fucking bother because they're not, like schools don't exist in your interest like the teachers there will be there for you like the teachers there are there because they're passionate but the school itself the institution doesn't give a shit about you other than what you can do for the school spicy opinion time like <laughs> that taco. it's just it's,
0: <laughs> no it's i believe i agree
1: um yeah like it's
0: so okay. You say don't go. So how could someone then get to the level that you're at? Because that that means you have to build your own schedule and then sacrifice a lot of time. And then you have to find someone to get feedback. From. I
1: learned nothing at school. Everything I learned was outside of school.
2: Yeah.
1: And I mean, it's not that the. So what does that look like, anything, though? But like, like, f- like I said, I was so bad that there wasn't anything I could take away from anything there. Like I had to just grind it. And then Uh once I got out of school, it was like, I was finally at that starting point that everybody else was at. So like, I, then I could go and get that feedback. Then I could go do this. Like I could start like actually building my stuff up. So you, it's a, I learned more from my peers, get involved in communities. You know, Twitter is great because like, there's tons of artists on there. And there's different discord communities that you can join where there's it's just artists working on stuff and people are happy to help each other out like you know school the atmosphere was like fucking carnivorous velociraptors like everybody was going for the same job carcass like and just ripping each other's limbs off to get at it like it was horrible but a lot of these communities that you get out in the real world and it's really not like that like people really want to see you succeed and it's like the cups build over other when pe- people want to help you. Like it's, you don't need to go to school. You don't need to go to school. You just and,
3: and you, you need to be somebody is? driven it's because somebody helped them. Yeah, and that's why they want to help you.
1: There's no self-made people. There's people who've had a lot of help. Right. It's like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about that. Like, I think he did a commencement speech where he was like, everybody says I'm a self-made man, but I got here and I went to the gym and these people fed me and took care of me. And so like, I'm not a self-made man. I had tons of help. And then same here. Like I've had tons and tons and tons of support from community members. I just knew I wasn't shy about getting it. And it's not a sign of weakness to go and reach out to these people for help
0: you're right.
1: like lean like lean into your community mm -hmm. and that's the thing too is like with networking people really freaking misunderstand networking it shouldn't be like talk to this person once and then okay you get them on your like your contact list and you're good it's networking should be more community involvement get respect like help out your community be part of it get that respect that way let people know, get to know you that way. Let people see that you're passionate. You want to be, you want to be part of the community. You want to add value to the community and people will lift you up.
0: I've seen that my own experience. It's just be it's it has to come from a genuine place too yeah like you can't just be like oh i'm gonna talk to this person and they'll get me this job or no, no. it's gotta be like i want to help i'm trying to do my thing maybe i can support them and then while supporting them i can also grow as a person by asking for feedback and then constantly interact with this person not be like one and done like hey is this is good cool i right? never see you again it's like no it's maybe try to build connections instead of just trying to build
2: a um like a ticket to where are you trying to go
1: yeah, no, um, like I said, networking, people say go network, go network, and I think people grossly misunderstand what you really should be doing by network. Like, don't look at network, like, it just, people should just erase that, and people should just stop saying that, and be like, get involved with the community.
0: Yeah. Community like, I mean, can help you way more.
1: Yeah, well, that's what it should be about. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I've always thought. I was like, why are people always trying to you know, do things on their own when it's like one person can do so much, but imagine having multiple people all trying to help each other do it because everybody's trying to succeed. It's not yeah. like a hidden thing. It's not like, oh, I'm going to be better than you, so I'm not going to tell you my secrets. It's like, no, why don't we all help each other, teach each other, and then, boom, we both all become successful, and we can all live the life we want, and yeah, we can right? all do what we want. Like, Why, why not do that? Why because it's hard i know like when you're shy it's hard to like give yourself out there like is myself good well the shyness comes
1: from fear of rejection and i'm telling you like people people want you in the community yeah people want you like we're a pretty close tight end community in the game dev world especially in like at least the art side like we're just happy to have more people that are passionate about the same things
0: you see, that's the, that's the key thing, and I'm glad you said it, that people, they want you. I think, yeah. I don't know if it's maybe just experiences, but I think, because personally for me, it's like, oh, no, like, I, I need to be alone, and nobody wants you. But everybody wants, it's fine. People want you part of the group. Nobody's going to say, oh, don't have you. That's yeah. like high school stuff that only happens to certain groups, not everyone. No,
1: and you know what? There's always going to be, like, a bad apple or something. Yeah. There's always going to be, like, one shitty person who's really insecure. Yeah. And, so somebody might run into one of those types and be like, "Oh, everybody's like, no, no." The majority of people, no, we understand. We kind of all understand each other's struggle. Hmm.
0: I heard that from one of my friend's sister, who was like, "Everyone out here is just as scared, but we handle it together." We still yeah. go for it like it's not it's not that we're not scared not that we're not afraid to let like a projection not afraid to let you know show our work and get feedback it's that we handle it we take it on together because why not like why not do why not play dark souls and super hard just why not do it who knows what could happen at the end of it
1: Thank i like you. you look really cool
3: it's natural. <laughs> 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 it's a natural progression of humanity to struggle with understanding that other humans are experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing
1: yeah
3: natural progression is I mean, if you've read any childhood development type books when you talk about you know the the early age up to three years old and then five to six and then about to 12 you know there's these different phases of of a lot of in a lot of ways it's almost like lessening narcissism Right? When <laughs> yeah. One to three, you cry, and the world responds by solving whatever your pain is.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: As you get older and older, you start to realize that everybody else is experiencing the same pain every day, just like you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Am I cynical or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um life, the human condition.
2: What we're no, doing on this I rock? mean, that's
3: really uh, completely commendable of you, Caitlin I mean, that's the perseverance and the grind, as you put it it really is, it's all about putting in that work
1: If I could go back and tell myself that that's <laughs> that's it's, that's all it takes it's just being patient and enjoying the journey Cause even now, like with Twitch and stuff, like I get really impatient. Like I want to grow. I want to. I want that feedback that I'm doing things right. And day to day, it can be hard to to remember that because it's it's a thing that happens gradually. But then, if you look at it month to month or year to year, you see the huge leaps, right? And. It's something to keep in mind with game dev too is like, you know, if you're looking at it project to project, maybe you won't see those huge leaps in skill growth, but like maybe every 10th project to every 10th project, like you will see the difference. Just trust the process, trust that it's, it's a slow process, but it's a process that will yield results as long as you stick with it it's like working out and dieting and losing weight. Like if you don't do the work, you won't see the change, but if you do the work, like you will, you will lose weight. You will gain muscle. You just got to stick with the program. Right.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I think uh, another aspect of that to also consider is, is that, you know, in, in, in the thought of others are experiencing the same struggle as you are they also have an opinion of what your abilities are and and even yeah. what you're capable of and they're often not going to assign you something that they don't think you can do
1: yeah um speaking of which i actually have to go back to work now <laughs> okay, <laughs> no lunch problem. is over but my, <laughs> i've kept you guys here for an hour
0: no it's all good yeah, yeah this has just been too good so um la- last thing um Quick Mm -hmm. challenge, quick challenge for game dev, TV students, artists, whoever. Yeah, quick challenge you could think of,
1: um, like an art project.
0: It could, yeah, whatever you can think of.
1: I think organics are always very difficult to do, so I would say do like a do a dirt texture.
2: Okay,
1: and that sounds really simple, but dirt is actually really hard because you gotta break down the tertiary secondary and primary forms and dirt can very quickly go from dirt to dough to like sand like it's it's actually really deceptively hard to do good dirt so that is a good challenge and your first one's gonna suck so the challenge isn't to do dirt once it's to do dirt 10 times
0: there you go and it might take you a year you never know but keep at it.
1: No, you shouldn't. You should. Each <laughs> one you should spend no more than a day on.
0: I was just trying to make the whole dark. <laughs> Legit, just <laughs> spend a day. You, do a 10 day
1: dirt challenge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't take a year. Don't listen to me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so thank you for coming on, Caitlin. It's been no, great. I, I
1: actually had a lot of fun. So thank you for mm-hmm. bringing me.
0: Of course and uh, i like to just end it off by letting you have the mic and saying any last minute shout outs quotes inspiration even though you've done too many inspirations, it was like oh my gosh i feel um, more motivated in a motivational speech <laughs>
1: <laughs> no well uh, again thank you guys so much for having me um uh, my name is vixit on twitch vixit mortis v-i-x-i-t-m-o-r-t-u-s i'm sure you're gonna post links in the description mm-hmm. of if you're gonna put this on youtube or something but yeah Um, You can catch me live on Twitch if you ever have any questions. Like, I do answer, like, every now and then I do have people come on my Twitch stream and ask me, like, game dev questions. And I am more than happy to answer it. I love talking about this. I talk about game dev stuff while I'm doing, like, Dark Souls runs and stuff. Um, You can catch me on Twitter, too. Like, my DMs are open. You can always DM me. I am very busy, though, so it might take me a second to reply. But I am more than happy to help anybody out. Like I said, uh, it takes community. It takes um, it takes bravery to reach out and get that process started. So I'll commend anybody who tries, like who just straight up just tries, because you know, a lot of game devs are busy, so you don't always get a response. But it's always worth a shot.
0: Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all courses at GameDev.tv or on a show notes at a discounted price. Get started with your game development journey
2: today.